Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. with Biden on, on a, a blue way from, from sea to shining sea I'm riding with Biden ha <laughs> the results are in a win for the nation okay oh, truly because the other guy was going to kill you, be it through pr- police brutality or the virus. Mm-hmm. No one is safe. No one. Not in his care. Not even the poor whites that love him so much. That feel that he should keep America great. And we have no idea what that even means. Because Right. I don't. I actually think America hasn't been more trash. I mean, maybe during slavery, but like since slavery. i am so happy Um, it's funny you say that because i think someone else said earlier this week about like this was like just the worst time in history and i was like "Ah, after slavery but yeah you're close like (laughs) certainly um Nah, if you haven't already guessed, we are literally recording just one hour after they announced Joe Biden as the president-elect and Kamala Harris as the vice president-elect. Shout out to our girl, Kamala, you know. Breaking barriers, making history. Yes, somebody on MSNBC was like, I was quietly listening and I heard just a crack and then I realized it was a crack in the glass ceiling I'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so many things so you like you said first woman VP and black woman at that and just... actually Indian woman as well her mother right. is of Indian or I think her mother is Indian so she's of Indian descent but like it's just a beautiful beautiful time to um to be celebrating somebody who's deserving. They were also remarking on how Kamala actually worked for everything that she has in this life. Like she went to HBCU and had to grind hard to get to all the high positions that she's been in, um, you know, from attorney general to senator to now vice president. Really so. showing the people that for real though, anything is possible. Don't let yes. anyone stop your shit. Yes. So I, you know, I feel very hopeful and I just really hope that we can do better moving forward and right. really just see if we can at least get back into a place where the racists go back into their hole. Like, I mean, we can't cure racism in four years or even eight years or whatever, but just go the fuck away like you were. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what we're doing on Saturday. Eh, eh, 
They celebrate good times. Come on! It's a celebration. It's raining over here. Yeah, for like the first time all year, practically. Mm -hmm. I saw someone else post that. And on today, it rained. I think it's probably because California wasn't even mentioned like one time during this entire election process. So California is like salty. They're crying. <laughs> and California's crying. But California was like, we, we've been blue. Okay. Right. We're consistent. What about what us? About, they're like, sorry, we're not worried about you right yeah, now. We're we focused like, on Georgia. <laughs> I truly never even heard them announce California as, you know, calling yeah. it, calling the votes. Like they just yeah. don't even care. Right. They already know what that's going to be. It's a free state, you know, yeah. the, the liberal state. Right. So they say, though, you know, low key, we see y'all. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, have you seen any like Trump supporter signs around town or anything? Uh, well, the neighborhood I live in, no. And actually, wherever I've been, no, I actually haven't seen um, any. No. True. They like to, they, they're more covert with their racism. Very secret. Very under- the radar with it, you know. Mm-hmm. I know they're in here, though. We I see y'all. Yeah. Right. So but yeah, yep. That's how we're kicking off the episode. Um, n- there's really no weekly update because niggas has been doing this all week, as you'll see. You or you have already seen actually on Instagram <laughs> what right. we did all week long. Exactly. So let's get into this icebreaker that I found. It's a silly one, okay? I'm just for forewarning <laughs> you. It's totally goofy. If you were a potato, what way would you like to be cooked? Home fry me, baby. Ooh, yes. I love home fry. Home fry me, okay? And I want it with the bell peppers. Don't mm-hmm. just give me the fried potato and call it home fries now. Do you those want the are, onion in it? Those too? are hash brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the, I want the onion and the bell pepper. But yep, home fry me. You know, if I'm in the Waffle House, you can scatter, cover <laughs> <laughs> all the things. We obviously know who has not had breakfast yet. But right, that's what I'm going with. What about you? Okay, I think I'm gonna go with. The garlic mashed potato because that really hits. The flavor is really there. Every bite is flavorful. I was originally going to say the loaded baked potato okay, with the sour cream and the bacon. But the reason that I, I changed my answer was because you know how you get that one piece of bite of potato that don't have no topping, no yeah. butter, no sour cream. It's a sad day. Yeah. It, I don't want I don't want to ever be equated with that. So I want I'm gonna do a flavorful mash. You know mm. what I mean? Through and through. Through and through. And I even like mine to be a little, you know, chunky mm. mash. I don't really need it to be the whipped fully. Potato. Okay. Yeah. I like it like thick like me. No. Thick. Okay, okay. So I see what you're doing. Instead of really going through that whole mashing process, it's almost like you just mash it in the pot. You know, like not with not too much elbow in it because you want to, Yeah, you I'm going to add a little cream to help right, right, me right. smooth it out, but I'm not going to whip it out. Yeah, I'm to not going to. Okay. Yeah. I that's, like that. 
that's the vibe. You know the you know the vibes, okay? That's cute. Home fry and garlic mash. <laughs> I, I was in the strip club and this white woman who called herself a dancer, but she was really awful. She had a potato tattoo on the inside of her ankle. Is she from Idaho? She she the hoe, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say that, you know, I had a friend that recently went to Idaho and she was like, there were no potatoes. So maybe I could be wrong about that. There were no potatoes in Idaho? Yeah. Right, she was looking and found no potatoes. Like, oh hell, they've been lying to us. They've been lying, sis. I don't know. Like, we might want to change the narrative on that, but yeah, well, that just remind reminded me of that. Too funny. Shout out to the potatoes. Such a gift and a curse of a starch. Is it a vegetable? No. Is a potato a vegetable? It's a starch. They call it vegetable, but we know what it is. Yeah, it's, it's hella it's carby carbs. and yeah, it's not really <laughs> helping the figure, but it's so delicious and can be made. It's definitely one of the things that Doctor Sebi disapproves of, but wow, yeah, that that's is so a, fucked up. I love it's crazy. Potatoes. Yep, potatoes, and he said rice isn't really a thing. Like that is man-made. Man-made. So what are, you what are eating? What are, so Doctor Sebi? What are they doing in the rice patties? They're growing rice. Sebi, I need you to really talk You gonna to tell us. me that this ancient Asian culture of growing rice in these rice patties that are like full of water. Or did he say potatoes are man-made only? We gotta, we gotta fact check that before we start, you know, talking him in the ground and shit. I know. That's but very true. maybe, maybe we don't know, have I mean, all our facts straight. We don't have all. This is not. This is like that little disclaimer that Twitter has been putting on all of Donald Trump's tweets. This is not <laughs> true. <laughs> we mm-hmm. do not have any qualifications to show that this is actually what the fuck is going on. So don't don't quote us. Um, right. All right. Well, that was my icebreaker. We could do another one if you want, or if you want. Yeah. Give me. What what's another? That was fun. Okay. Have you ever been mistaken for someone famous? When we were in Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> this guy definitely thought my fucking ass was Rihanna. Now we all know that that is not true. But when you go overseas and these people act like they've never seen black people before, they start calling the first and only black woman Beyonce. that they might know yeah so i've gotten that i've gotten the rihanna once now as far as it relates to maybe rihanna hairstyle right now actually Honana, what's my name Honana. <laughs> but if, as far as it goes like maybe people don't mistake me for this person but i've heard it a lot like often back in the day that i look like sanaa lathan another one that i just that's mine. I've gotten right. Sanaa Lathan as well. And mm-hmm. I just, I feel like it's definitely a stretch. Um, Is it because you got like that nice, like a full head of hair, you that know, that I mean, butterscotch we complexion. Have, we have similar complexion. Yeah, I think she and I, I feel like yeah. she might be a smidge lighter than me, but I feel like it's 
very similar, our complexions. Right. Um, and, you know, of course, I get Beyonce all the time. <laughs> what can I mm-hmm. say? Uh, no, the one I'm that lying. I feel... I'm lying. I don't ever get A couple occasions, like, that's non-celebrity related, but when Chantel Jackson and I go out, sometimes people, like, be like, y'all are sisters? Are you guys sisters? They do that for you and I, too, I feel like. That's true. It's great. It's, it's ridiculous. The same height. You and I right. are Right, same, same height. height, yep. And yeah. Chantel and I probably, like, lip action, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, they're seeing certain features, and I remember this lady, she was like, oh, yeah, you can't tell me that's not your sister. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, the confidence. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, the celebrity that I obviously get the most, though, is my dad, Bill Nunn. I get that hey. all the time. Um, that's a fact, though, you know? At least yeah. it's someone that's actually real, comparable. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> No lies told there. Like. Right. Yeah, nah, that no lies there, but that is definitely the one that I've gotten so many times. And I remember being younger and hating it. And it wasn't until I was about 13 or 14 and I saw a picture of my dad at age 13 or 14 that I finally was like, oh shit. I get it now. I get it. I see right. it. I yeah. never saw I like I could tell you countless times I would tell my mom, like, why are they always saying that I look like a man? Like, why can't they say I look like you and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you do look like your dad. Like, you do. Yeah. I used to be so offended by that because I thought it was like, you're saying It I just look meant bad. Manly. Right, right, right. Yeah, it sounds I bad. Look yeah. like a boy. But that's not it at all. Yeah. yeah it's no, just it's the features. It's yeah. Not. So, yeah, celebrity lookalikes. Right. <laughs> Shout out to the girls who look like their dad. Me too. Yeah, I was like, I was just, no, but you look like your mom and your grandma too. So it's really. I know, I know. It's whoever but it's like, you're standing by. Right. It's one of those things like, ah, oh, oh, yeah, gee, yeah. look at the genetics come through. <laughs> the first time I ever saw a picture of Shayna and her dad, bro, I was like, oh, so this is Shane. Okay. Shane. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're named after him. Yeah, she was in love with some Shane boy. Wow. <laughs> A low down dirty Shane. Oh, wow. Remember wow. that mo- wow. movie? Yes. It's called Shane. It's, it was called Shane, but I had to yeah. like, you know, it was perfect, but yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. Scorpio season. I have right. to say, I've been learning a lot about the Scorpios from our fun little stories this week. Hell yeah. I hope y'all have been checking it out. Make sure you hop on over, engage, show us a little love, slide in our DMs, you know? Yeah, we're always asking questions and doing polls. So just come and see at Samia Podcast. It's a good time every day. It really is. But I've been learning things too, especially the, not as far as learning goes, but Almost like reinforcing what we already knew, the two types of signs. Like, there's two types. And that's just the black ass bottom line. And it's crazy because they said, like, you know, you got the one type of the Scorpio who's very passionate, attractive, and alluring, and all this. And then you got the other one who's laid back and chill and just like, I'm doing me. Right. Which is totally my friend Christina, through and through. You know, so yeah. Compared to like a Diddy or Erica yeah. Mena 
who are also Scorpios and are just so over the top, highly sexual, highly. Mm -hmm. I will never forget the Tinder date that I had back in the day with the Scorpio. And, you know, we were totally like tonguing each other down the first date. Wow. I forgot about that. I don't, I don't recall why don't you remind us of how it got to that it was a it was a time in new york i remember we were meeting up downtown at this like you know happy hour spot they had a really cute patio out back and they did these really uh fun margaritas so we were drinking there talking he was just really intense lots of eye contact the probing questions stuff like that and I don't know. I was just feeling it regardless because he was older and I was just also hyped to get the content I needed for, you know, actually, no, not the content for the podcast because this was while I was still in New York before I moved to L.A., but I was still hyped for the story because, you know, bitches love to tell a story. So, you know, it was exciting. It was exciting. And I just remember it being really, you know, like, wow, this is. But that was the only time we spoke. And I'm not quite sure what happened, if it was something on his end or my end where we just kind of like fell off. I don't know if we tried to reach out and then it just didn't work or maybe, you know, we just fell off altogether. But that part is very hazy to me because Tinder be like that, you know, Mm -hmm. like that. I think that's what a lot of people's experience, I'm sure. Right. Which is like kind of trash, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Whatever. Whatever. No harm, no foul. You know. Um, what else do you have for the Scorpio season? We're here, like, not even midway through at this point. We're mm-hmm. just really beginning. Really beginning midway through. And if you listen to Breakup to Makeup, our last episode, you already know that Mercury and Mars retrograde is coming to an end. So because of that, just want to remind you, a lot of things are about to pick up but in a good way, you know, and this is specifically less hope, less hope. But as it relates to Scorpios, I'm talking to the Scorpios directly right now. Uh, Apparently for you with Mars being in retrograde and things like that, you probably have been having a very difficult time during this whole, you know, thing. Mars has been in retrograde for like what, six months or a little bit more than that. And now that it's out, of retrograde, you know, things will be looking good for you. Also, because Mars won't go into retrograde for another two years. So you have time to really, you know. Put in this work. Put in this work. For the Scorpio, this month is a very strong focus on partnerships and business or love. You could go either way. Like things might be really well for you and your partner work-wise, or this might be a really good time for you to just meet someone new and be successful at it or improve the relationship that you're already in. Fun fact about ruling planets, Scorpios are ruled by Pluto and Mars. And so you can only imagine why I mentioned earlier they were having the most difficult time during this Mars retrograde because it's their ruling planet. Every sign has like two ruling planets. So for Scorpio, it's Mars and Pluto. So like those identifying with Mars as a ruling planet may have been told that they've been argumentative as a child. Or when they grow up, they might have a more sarcastic sense of humor. So those are some traits to look out for for Scorpios. And with Pluto, if you have like Pluto, not if you have Pluto as your ruling planet, because let me just be clear, 
Scorpio is ruled by Mars and Pluto. You know, like it's just like Mars is kind of like the more dormant planet that takes action. But Pluto, they're known to be a highly skeptical and a probing planet. So you might find that the Scorpios in your life are really good at asking questions, like to get the shit that they need to get, get information that they need to get out of someone. So they're very probing or they have like this very, you know, detective and research kind of vibe to them. And I, when I read that, I was just like, yo, that's so true. Cause when I think about my friends who know Scorpios and like what the stories they share with me, I'm like, oh, for sure. Even when they say like Scorpios are manipulative, this could probably be the case Th- that's because- That's like a tactic. That it's a tactic, use. right, yeah. right, exactly. And I've seen, I've seen that being played out, so- that's a fun fact for you as far as ruling planets go. But That's fascinating, actually. Yeah, it's crazy. These planets out here really be, you know, impacting certain things. But yeah, there's a whole list. There's a whole list. And as we move through the stars, we're going to learn about every sign's ruling planets and common behaviors. All right. But yeah, that's what we got for sign language. Well, we look forward to the next, and all you Scorpios out there, happy birthday, as always. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday. All those October October's very own Scorpios like Drizzy are Drizzy. starting this week. Shout out to Drea. No, not Drea. My bad. Shout out to Diddy. Shout out to Erica Mena, who I saw had a birthday um, or is ha- celebrating a birthday. Um, who else is celebrity wise did I see had a birthday? Future did he already? I don't think I saw future, no. Mm-hmm. But anyway, good for you guys. Dang, does that mean it's time for nosy news now? Now it's time for nosy news. <laughs> Okay, well, my biggest thing was about the election. (laughs) I obviously prepared my notes before we got the news that Biden won, but I did just want to mention, gotta rep my set. (laughs) Hardly home, but always repping. You know what I mean? It's definitely very much that energy. You're you're in two monumental states, actually. So, but keep on, keep on. Does that like? I feel like keep on, keep it on. But but let me just. Shout out, to, shout out to my hometown. I'm going to just play a quick little. Right to AK. Hey. Ain't no more playing GA. My nigga, fuck what you say. Ain't no more playing GA. My nigga. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. I had to wrap my set real quick. Woo! <laughs> Georgia, for the first time in 28 years, flipped blue. They sure did. They sure did. And and who do we have to thank? We have a black woman named Stacey Abrams. 
recognize that voter suppression in Georgia was so prevalent and so intrusive and invasive in our communities that she has spent her time registering people to vote, making sure that they understand the law, making sure that they understand who can be registered and who cannot. Because voter registration is, quite frankly, a form of voter suppression already. The fact that there are parameters around what you have to be as a person to be able to vote. So she dedicated her time, registered like 800,000 people. And she went in. She flipped the motherfucking today. I, everyone has credited it completely to her. I'm going to follow suit. I don't know who else was involved, but as far as I'm concerned, it was Stacy and Stacy alone. Yes. And I am just so filled with pride and joy and just like, really happy and happy for my sister and my my mom. Like they're so, my mom is really cute. Like she's like canvassing, you know what I mean? Pre COVID she's like canvassing for candidates. She loves to work on elections. She does the calling stuff. She's super, super active. And my sister isn't like active like that, but she does all the research. You know, I can always go to her and get something clarified for me or like fact check. And she just knows a lot of like, historical stuff about voting in the state of Georgia and all this and all that. So our whole family has just been extremely happy. It's just a really wonderful time to be from Georgia, from Fulton County, born in Fulton County. Okay. My hospital was in Fulton County. Don't ever get it fucked up. Okay. Bitch, I'm from Fulton County. Period. So that's really all I had to say about the election. And my other note said, it's been five days and we still don't know yet. We know. We know now. It's Joe Biden. He won Pennsylvania this morning. Those are the numbers that came in over the edge because Georgia is still counting. So it was PA that called it. And PA is where I stay right now. And my best friend here in PA, Clark, influence this like shout out to clark yo she literally worked as the coalition's director of pennsylvania and she worked her ass off she has literally not stopped working one single day since she accepted the job like however many months ago and this was probably the greatest test of her entire life and of course making the state blue her top priority that that's her benchmark is to worry about Pennsylvania. And she did that. So yeah, shout out to my dog. We about to pop bottles all afternoon. I'm very excited. And shout out to my motherfucking dog. You deserve girl. You deserve all of the things that guy. She's an Aquarius. She is an Aquarius. (laughs) She deserves all the things. So shout out to her. Yes. All right. Uh, moving on. Diddy celebrated his birthday. He's out on an island somewhere. But the only reason I'm bringing this up is because a friend of mine posed an interesting theory to me after seeing a video of Drea. And that's why I kept on saying Drea earlier because I'm thinking about this story. Um, Drea and Diddy at the party and he had named her hustler of the year and like was showing her a lot of love and he's always shown her love like she's been with Ciroc for a really long time she's I'm sure done other projects for him could Drea be the new Cassie 
It's me and you now. I've been waiting. Think I wanna make a move now. Yes. Uh, you can tell me how you like it. Tell I can totally it. see that because it just works. That's his type. That's the type. Yeah. That's his type right there. That's it. That's the thing. That's the T. And she's the Scorpio Aquarius pair. It seems like it's kind of successful. The Scorpio and Aquarians I know together, you know, maybe they have some of their challenges, but for the most part, looks like it works out. It's me and you. It's just me and you. It's just the two. I think as um, far as the stars go, though, there it's not really like by the book, they're not the most compatible pair. But, but you just known it to be successful with certain people. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, that was just something I wanted to pose to the group chat because it's just something to, to think on and be nosy about and speculate like we love to do on the internet right make the a internet, whole relationship the makes conspiracy so much more easy to f- get sucked into because it's just like oh yeah one other person feels the same way as me and they live in another state then it must be worldwide yeah must be worldwide logic <laughs> it's enough to form a cult it is. It, it's always enough. So, um, yeah, shout out to him. What else did I have? I feel like not a lot was going on, guys. Niggas have been plugged in and tuned out to this election. And dang, what was I about to say? Oh, this is not what I was about to say. But Al Roker, did you see this? Al Roker, the weatherman from Good Morning America, the mm-hmm. black guy, he has prostate cancer. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, Damn. he's gonna he's going un, he's gonna undergo surgery to remove his prostate. It's like it, it's they caught it early, but he said it's aggressive, so they got to handle it really quickly, and he's gonna get his prostate out. Wow. Yeah, like damn, prayers prayers up to Al Roker in a, in a speedy That's recovery. Intense. Yeah, for real. But Did prostate see- cancer is very treatable. I think my grandfather had prostate cancer and he beat it. So, um, Yaya Mayweather is prego. Yep, it's officially confirmed. I know that they were speculating about it before, but like trying to keep it under wraps, like Kylie Jenner. But they did not have the discipline. Okay, Kylie was. In her house, she had the resources and the means and the desire to make sure that it stayed hidden. It seems like Yaya kind of was like, uh, I don't really want mm-hmm. people to know yet, but like, also, I don't care. So she's but fully also, out. I do. <laughs> right, right. But also, I do. Right. Um, and then someone tweeted, I just really feel like Yaya is a joke. And Masika, who is one of the real house, real hip hop. What is it? What is that show called? Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, Love and Hip Hop. Why am I trying Real Housewives of Hip Hop? Um, Nah, she was on Love and Hip Hop and she tweeted like, Kylie Jenner was the same age as her and a millionaire, but nobody was talking about her being pregnant. But they were. They were definitely talking about Kylie Jenner being pregnant by a rapper. But Kylie just didn't give a fuck and neither does Yaya. So. Right. 
I do feel bad that Yaya has blended her genetics with someone who I actually think has mental disabilities. Like, I don't know much about the NBA boy, but he seems extremely mm-hmm. unstable. <laughs> From the little I do before know. Before this, I don't know. I feel like she was like 16 before this, so I really don't even know. I thought that maybe something came out where she was talking to like an older guy and it was surprising. Like, oh. All these girls are just too much for me. She was trying to argue in the Birkin conversation Mm. because her dad gets her so many Birkins. I'm like, God, these rich people problems. Who cares? Right. Yeah, honestly, I don't have too much else, guys. It was a a ton of stuff that we truly don't care about and then a ton of election stuff right did you hear that thing about future lying about his child support oh (laughs) i saw that this morning damn i should have put that oh yeah future future out here like like many of these fuck boys but he (laughs) said he don't own jewelry and he lives in a two-bedroom apartment (laughs) sir sir stop playing stop it Cut the games. That was like Adrian Bronner. Did you see that video of Adrian Bronner in front of the judge trying to justify this Instagram video that he posted of him like spreading money out, like counting money or doing whatever with the money? Mm-hmm. And she was like, my friends just give me money. Like, I don't earn any of my own money. My friends just let me hold their money. I really don't have any of my own money. Like, just lying to the judge. The judge is like, so your friends are just, like, wiring you thousands and thousands of dollars, and then you're posting videos of it on Instagram. Like, make it make sense. And he's right. like, I don't know. Like, I can't control my friends. Like, sometimes they just, like, Throw me bread. I don't know. Like, I don't. uh, I'm like, this white boy stuff is not going to work for y'all niggas. It's not. Right. They know that you have the money and they're going to take it and do whatever they need to do with it. A game. It's all a game. It's just ghetto. So that is all I have for nosy news, which clearly wasn't too much. That's fine. Two cents, two cents, two cents, two cents, let me hang it now. The topic today is, does age matter? Now, I know- It ain't nothing but a number. (laughs) It ain't nothing but a number. It ain't nothing but a number. Age ain't nothing but a number. No. All right, all right. (laughs) That's the wrong one. (laughs) It is. It's more than a number then. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Ain't nothing but a thing, she said. That's what he said. Oh, gosh. Getting down. Getting down. Ain't nothing but a thing. If you knew then what you know now. When you know better, you do better. But yes, not thinking about it from a non-consent age, you know, but more so. But just like a 30-year-old and a 55-year-old. Right. Yeah. Basically. What do I think? Does it matter? Are Are you open to the idea? 
Am I open to? I need to re- repeat this because I have to. <laughs> you got to think about it. For me, am I bothered by a thirty-year-old and a fifty-five-year-old? Mm, I guess if it's going bad, that would be the first thing that I would reference. Oh, it's going bad because that nigga's twenty-five years older than you. Right. I'm thinking 30, 55, 30, 65, like, you know, like a, a gap. So one of the real housewives I, of Beverly Hills was married to a man, or is married, rather, to a, a man who is like 20 years her senior. Mm-hmm. And they were maybe even more than 20 years, but they were married for 20 years. And now they're getting a divorce. But she's like, now she's like in her prime as a woman, like in her, I guess maybe 50, maybe. Yeah. And he's like 75 or whatever. Like, I don't know how old he is, but he's much older. And I wonder if now the age is coming into play because she's a celebrity, you know, she's got a career and doing this and this and this and this. What if like now the age, he's slowing down, you know what I mean? He can only do but so much, like... Can you keep up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you keep up? Yo. <laughs> Yo. Um, I don't know. I don't know because, like, it's terrible. Like, maybe it's just that part of me that just is always going to go back to. Is it trauma with your dad that makes you want to? Mm be with the older man like I can't help but at like wonder what it is like maybe that's not it maybe you're just genuinely like do you necessarily have to have some sort of trauma to like be into an older man yes. I don't know that's a but really that's what question. I'm thinking I have a friend of mine who's into older men and has been through through like even as far back as when we were you know Fresh, Popular opinion always college. goes back to that, though. Like, the ones that are into that, that's because, like, you know, maybe some, like, father neglect thing from the past. Right, but or I'm saying, something. like, I have never felt like my friend, like, you know, there's no issues that I could see outwardly between her and her dad, but I always want to ask her that, but I'm also, like... That that's feels a heavy deep. hitting. That question. feels deep, right? That's like, <laughs> really, really deep. I wouldn't necessarily go there. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I wouldn't go there. With Especially her. if it's it's literally based on like some ideology that we don't even know if. It's I would literally just have to make the assumption myself based on whatever she shares with me about like her dad. Like you said, outwardly, you couldn't really tell like what yeah. whatever you what's going think on. That. You would yeah. think that there was just a fine father daughter relationship, but it's like, is there something underlying that now you like fuck 50 year old men? <laughs> like, <laughs> because you, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's, but I feel like, deep. but why can't we just, as you mentioned earlier, is it just the person? Like, yeah, you know, sometimes you like connect extra... with someone's soul. Yeah, or they just have a little extra marinade on them because they're, you know, they've been seasoning for longer. They might just yeah. have just have a. Did little Did you extra see that episode ass. of Girlfriends with that guy that yes. was after Joan, the yes. older man? Yes. Would what was you... the reason that they broke it off? She 
I, she was just too much worried about his heart and other shit. Like she didn't think oh, he could yeah, handle it. Oh yeah, she was it. going through his medicine cabinet and shit. She was right. She was just doing too much. But in a situation like that with that man, would you like consider it, or would you be in the same mindset as Joan? Just to give you guys some context, there was this older man that went to like Joan's restaurant that she owned. And, you know, he was putting the moves on her straight up. But like, he, was he was like 70-something. Like 70-something. And Joan is like <laughs> on 30. On the way to 80, right. Right. And Joan is like 30, 35. And she was definitely low-key feeling him because she was having dreams about him and shit. But Right. And because he was so suave. Smooth. So smooth. Yes. Very right. just like nice with it. And... I think that that would be the thing that would have me interested like Joan was like. Mm-hmm. Hmm, yeah, maybe. I think that that would have me interested, too, because I was definitely interested in that episode. Like, wow, look at this. But would I be going through his medicine cabinets and stuff? No, no I don't think I would be tripping like that. I wouldn't be tripping I would like just... that because honestly, that's deep. I don't really want to cloud up the fact that, you know, your imminent death with the fact that you could be a really great person. And what if we don't continue on romantically, but you're still in my life in some capacity? Mm-hmm. You don't want to just burn a bridge because you're being a psycho. I would definitely have to pass that threshold of like... He was also helping her with work, like bringing business to her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you would want to keep that relationship no matter what, because they're going to take care of you regardless. And that's really right. all I want. Shit. Take care of me. Acts of service is the love language. Period. Prime example, last night, we go to dinner with Chase. We're in separate cars. Go to the next spot. And Chase calls me and he's like, go to this parking lot. I already paid for your parking. Like, that's, that's all. You know what I mean? Just that is so nice and thoughtful. Like, Mm wow. Wow. Chase is a very thoughtful guy. He really is. Stand up guy. And we had him on the episode before. I don't remember which one, y'all, but if you fuck with us, you'll find it. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to have him again sometime. For sure. To talk about the thoughtful niggas. Right. One time for the thoughtful niggas. The older not a lot of y'all. He is also older gentleman. (laughs) Not that much older. Gentle. Gentleman, but yeah, so I think age does age matter? It depends. What about younger? What about dating younger? You know, mm. that's a different that's a different vibe than it's almost like you're on the other side. I feel but... like I need to be older to really make that determination because right now I'm not dating you're nobody not, younger than me. You're no. not dating a 25-year-old. No. Not even 25, bruh. And that's really not that far away, but it's just absolute hell no for me. It seems like it's a whole other, you a whole other person during that age. I feel like the youngest I could really even truthfully consider on my heart or my mind is 28. 28. Okay. That's... I think that's reasonable, and I think I agree with you. you know? Okay, good. Yeah. It definitely feels reasonable and agreeable. But as an older woman, you know, say when I'm 40. 50. Yes. 
Yes. No, more so when I'm 50 for me is when I'll start to consider, like, maybe I want a little 40-year-old snack. A little 40-year-old snack. Let's make sure that we don't teeter on the vocabulary of sounding real, like, creepy, pervy. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's be very careful what with the ages. What are you trying to say, Shana? I'm just, okay, calm down. I'm just, <laughs> you were like a 40-year-old snack. Yeah, I feel like honestly, if it's thirty and up, really, yeah. 30 so and you're up. ready to go as an low. as an older as an I'm ready to go low. Fifty <laughs> year old win, woman, you're ready to go for a thirty two year old. I can do that. Yes, it depends I, on who that thirty two like year old gonna is. Be, you're gonna be that woman. I feel like that's gonna be. Oh gosh! Like really? Like, like you can see that for my future? <laughs> I just see you being like a therapist. You know what I mean? Like very, very like much progressive. Like this person tends to my chakras type shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> he tends to my chakras. There's nothing wrong with this. This I... is totally normal and natural. Like what do you mean? Yo, right? <laughs> <laughs> That would have to be in your second wave, though, because I just can't imagine you still being single for this long until you get 50 and find a 30-year-old. Right, 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 right. Exactly. I feel like if a nice guy wanted to just be my friend, I feel like the sex is what is really the holdup for me. The sex with the older man. I don't know. Getting to that level. That That's level, when I like start actually. feeling the dad shit come into play. I think I feel that because like, for instance, the Tinder tale, Attila, taking it back, when I went on the date with the 44-year-old man. I was what, 20? 20 young, bitch. I was like, what, 28? Were you twenty eight? Twenty eight, twenty seven, maybe, maybe somewhere in like twenty six to twenty. Like you were like yeah, twenty six more so. Yeah, twenty six like, when I was on Tinder for sure, because I was like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much time has passed. I know. Yo, that's so crazy. So much time has passed. Oh my gosh! Wow, guys, listen to our episodes <laughs> if you really want to hear how much we've grown. <laughs> we really grew I up. We to our episodes, my damn. I mom. really need to binge because it would be so funny like wow but yeah so i was dating this 44 year old white man that was the first thing like he was a white man so that is my first hang up mm-hmm. in general because it's not like i've been with you know dated many white guys anyway like that's more than me i never had a date with a white guy right so it's just like you know I have to get over the race part first. The fact that you made it all the way to the date and you're still hung up on the race is like, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't even made it out of the chat. Right, I'm here for the food back then. You know, that's how it was. Right, right, right. And he, it was cool because he was always down. The thing about the older man is that they're established. They have the money, so it's really like there's really no lull of you know. uh, a no dull issue. moment. Uh, it's no. It's no issue with the money. Yeah. So it was just like literally every restaurant that I wanted to try that was like high end. I would just, you know, throw it his way. Like, have you ever been here? He's like, no. And I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. But then when it was time to go to his place in Bel Air, I just couldn't do it. Like he was a divorcee. Like just 
got divorced maybe a year ago. You weren't or trying to fuck. Yeah, I don't know, like, because when I get to the house, what happens next? You yeah, know, like, I was just not, I was house. too, my mind was too undeveloped for that. So I was just nah, like, no, I not. think that that's safe. Yeah. <laughs> like, your mind was like, this feels not safe for me. I'm going to pass. Because I know deep down that I'm not really, you ready know, to ready to be with an older right. So I was like, I don't want to do that. And I know that he's, you know divorced living by himself and even though it sounded enticing like i bet you have a nice place i still didn't want to go like i was like okay that's it's totally fine that would be it would be different if he was like i'm having a get together like bring a friend and come then you could see yeah but this was literally kind of like, like the night. nightcap after the date you know yeah he was, to, <laughs> he was trying to clap them black cheeks Right, but you know me, like, always with the dates, and especially with online dates, guys, take a tip. You always have something to do after, okay? You never leave the night up to chance. Always say you have plans, and then depending on if the date goes well and you're feeling them, you'll be like, ah, plans suddenly fell through. What do you know? Yeah. (laughs) You're busy. I got a little more time to hang with you. You're booked and busy. That is a dating pro tip, even... No matter what, that's a life. No matter what, right? No matter what. But yeah, so I I mean, yeah, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Just thinking about that, like, mm. but it was nice. It was nice because it's just like, wow, you have all these accolades. Like, you're so established. You're so adult. Like, where I'm headed, (laughs) I just, it was nice to see. thinking about the toxicity of the black, of the white man and just thinking, like, what if it's all a lie and he was just trying to lure you somewhere and rape you? Right, 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 right. I was definitely doing, I definitely did my research, though. I definitely did my research, though, because he was like a, um, he makes sauces, like, different sauces, like condiments, it's like, he has he's a chef and he has like these sauces that he is distributed amongst like different supermarkets and mm-hmm. specialty shit and I looked it up and I was like oh hmm, that's very interesting very different you know and I saw like the photos of his place on the dating profile like where he was like mm-hmm. positioned again you know I mean yeah it could be a catfish situation but nah, looking but it up it, I mean he got some sauces have you ever seen the it sauces was nice in the, to- in the grocery store I looked it up, but I never really, like, you know, I mean, my eye, like, I just, I couldn't remember. I didn't remember, yeah, I like, didn't remember. or even make the effort to kind of, like, search, but I did look it up to see. That nigga could have been Mr. Be? Prego. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to find me a tycoon. Let's just not even work anymore. Let's just go travel and work on right. Work on giving back. I just, I can't wait to just be a stay-at-home that mom person, slash philanthropist. A philanthropist? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I was watching the right. damn Kardashians and Kylie's like, um, yeah, I just want to do more to help the, the doctors. Like, I want to make sure they have masks. She's like, I want to make sure that they're getting in the right hands. And her mom is like, all right, great. Like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I think I want to donate a million dollars. Like, <laughs> if I had a million dollars, <laughs> like no problem. I think I want to donate one million dollars. Wow, that's just like a little flex. How, how great! You know, when you have that much money, you have to give away a lot too, so that way you can keep a lot. Like, 
mm. without taxing these niggas. That's the that's the goal for a lot of these people. If you have to give the money away, you might as well give it away to causes that you actually might care about rather than the government in your taxes. So I get absolutely, it. I get it. I would totally have the list like hundred percent, right. and one of them lists might be my nonprofit. <laughs> that might be like, illegal, but okay. No, I think yo, I think it's okay, guys. I think we're fine. You can donate to your own nonprofit for a tax break. I don't think that that's fucking legal. Okay, well, maybe it is. Maybe I don't know the law at all, but I don't know. It just doesn't that sound like a little like. It does sound a little crazy, and if it is, let us know in yes, the comments in below. The comments. Like, <laughs> let us know if that's just illegal or not to donate to your own nonprofit for a tax break. Right, because you know, I mean, we're gonna get there at some point, and we need to know these things. So, um, all right, well, that's all then. All right, girl. So you ain't never date young or older. I feel like you ain't have no accounts. No accounts of me dating. No, no, yeah, like no dating younger. Well, I mean, in high school, my boyfriend was a year younger than me, and that was very controversial. Controversial because he was in the grade younger than us. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, wow, you're a senior and you dated junior. Wow, yeah, you're a junior. You dated might not be, might not even be able to have lunch at the same time. Yeah, it was. I mean, we went to different schools, but it was still very controversial. That's funny. As far as older, how old? How much older has a guy been than me? Not that much older, like four or five years. But, uh, well, uh, another high school controversy. I was 15 and he was 18. Mm. And in college. I was a sophomore, I guess maybe either a freshman or sophomore in high school. You were acting like Yaya, you see? We can't really say much about that because... It's kind of like the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's my only 15, 18. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit was wild out here. That was my boo. That was my first love. Right. I was calling his dorm landline. Hello? <laughs> he was calling my landline, shit. Mm-hmm. Good, the good old days. When your minutes didn't turn on until nine, you had to wait to talk to him? Mm. Wow. Oh, free after nine. So cute. It was embarrassing because I was still using the house phone for a, a while. and What's a while? A while, maybe like an, up until maybe high school or junior high, like seventh grade or something, eighth mm-hmm. grade. I was still using the phone during those times, but it just felt like it was kind of like slow. Not kind of like, what am I saying? Basically, my grandmother would get on the fucking phone and like just <laughs> interrupt the shit for me. Right. Like at nine o'clock, she would be like, all right, Shayna. She would get on the phone and be like, it's time to get off. <laughs> or if I was like, I would really talk to guys on the phone. But when I did talk to guys, I would hear her pick up the phone and just listen, listen. silently. She's a, such a creep for that. Right. Like, my mom never did that. I think the only time my mom came would come onto the call and end it is if like she had been told me to get off the phone. You know what I mean? Like she mm-hmm. would try to she would tell me in another way. And then if I was just ignoring her, then she would get on the line and be like, hang up. <laughs> but um Yeah, I remember calling I had this one friend 
that was like a childhood friend of mine. My parents, our parents were friends, so me and him were friends. And I would call him every day, and every day I would pray, like, please don't let his mom answer the phone, because I just hated every single day, like, hey, can I speak to Mitchell? Like, hey, can I speak to Mitchell every single day? And she would be like, hi, Sydney. Yes, you can speak to him, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, oh, please answer the phone. Don't let it be your mom. Right, right, right. (laughs) You just keep hearing the same, hell yeah, I feel that. I wonder how this guy is doing that I used to have, like, a huge crush on in sixth grade. I feel like that was probably, like, I was just crushing on that guy hard. Like, (laughs) where is he? What is he up to? Because I feel like I came across, like, I met him, seen him once in high school, like, on the train, but haven't seen him since. And it's like, I really don't know how to search for him online either. So I'm not that person. Not the detective. I need to call in the forces if I care that much. But yeah. You got his name? Yeah, I do. I have his name. We can find that man. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm calling in my detective friends. Sydney, y'all Scorpios. And right, that'd be obviously be stalking be... your crush 24-7. Right. And we gonna find out where he at. All right, well, sounds like that's another episode right here at the hour mark. Well, the one thing actually is that the new moon is Saturday, November 14th. So that's actually a time for you to get your life. New moon ritual. Set those intentions because Mars and Mercury retrograde. Like, it's it's really a good time. And very likely that the shit that you manifest will come to fruition i wonder about the um new moon Hmm. and tip tip don't make any hasty decisions before the first half of this month is up because it's most likely that you'll change it something will go awry so oh i have a brain appointment on the 14th i was like i'm sorry i was just like what (laughs) <laughs> Why is the 14th weighing on my spirit right now? New I'm moon. Dead. I wonder about that. It's my braids. Yeah. And for the Scorpios, the new moon apparently will be your cosmic birthday for 12 months to follow. So that's that's wild. What a time for y'all. Drake about to release some albums. I can feel it. He said he's not releasing an album till 2021. That's soon. So I could feel it, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be like January. Right. I could see that. He he, a January type. Nigga, he would do know? some shit at the top of the year. Like, we got a new president, new year, January, inauguration month, new Drake album. You know, niggas going to be so happy in January. Right. That Not we happy. made it through the hell that was 2020, even though it'll still be COVID, but maybe it'll be better. Right. Okay. Well, you know where to find us. Slide in our email, signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on the internet at signmeuppodcast on all social media platforms. You know, I want to say something further, but I really have nothing. Uh... Period, poo. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Sydney Poppins, too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Signmeuppodcast signing out. Ow, ow, ow.